love him or hate him, Matthew Kachuk is in the Stanley Cup final, and we are going to revisit the trade with a little twist. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be revisiting the Kachuk trade, but putting a little spin on it because there are some upsides to this trade, believe it or not. But before we dive into that, let's talk about the basics you guys need to make sure you're subscribed to lockdown flames wherever you're getting your podcasts and of course on youtube as well it's free 99 who doesn't love free content (laughs) uh to prevent any thoughts from crossing our minds um i am so excited to talk to you guys today about uh, the flames but also matthew kachuk because you know like I said, love him or hate him, he he's in the Stanley Cup final. He he is doing what he couldn't do in Calgary, and that's win. Um, there are a lot of different reasons for that, and it's not just Calgary's fault. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weegar because, as a PR professional, it is my job to make the not so great and the bad. Look, look a little distorted, so it looks a little bit better. Matthew Kachuk is headed to the Stanley Cup final while the Flames are getting ready for a big culture change. We have talked about that over the last week, I would say. It has become very evident that the Flames organization as a whole, ownership included, it's time for a change. There's no more of this... I would say boys club, but I think that's always going to be a thing in hockey. But it's not about pleasing the people you know. It is about making the right decision for the organization and your players. It doesn't matter if you have the greatest coach ever behind your bench. If your players are miserable because of the way they're being treated or just the atmosphere with that person there... you got to let them go. And the Flames did just that. I think <laughs> one of the biggest things we have seen really, again, over the last week is the recurring word, fun. We have seen, I feel like every tweet that involves a report from the Flames or a report from why Kachuk loves Florida so much, the keyword is fun. Matthew Kachuk said, Paul Maurice made hockey fun for me again, and he made coming to the rink fun. And, you know, I got to look forward to it. Do you know how bad things have to be in order for players to be vocal about that and to say, like, to basically say, yeah, life in Calgary wasn't fun? And we've seen it. We have literally seen players say that, whether it be through trade requests or Mackenzie Weger going on podcasts. Um... And players just very clearly being vocal about it and ownership and the front office staff speaking up for them and saying, 
it's time for a change. And you, you really can't compare Kachuk in his season to Mackenzie Ligar, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau, Cole Schwint, and that first round pick. You can't do that. They are on two entirely different levels, respectively. Um, the Flames could have been a wild card team, just like the Panthers, but they they weren't, and it's probably a good thing that they weren't. But right now, it truly feels like there is no way for the Flames to even like say like, oh yeah, like maybe both sides won this trade. There is a lot of work that has to be done and made up for next season and the following seasons to even come close to this this Matthew Kachuk season. And that's not me dogging on the return for Kachuk or anything. I think it is very clear last season in Calgary was not good. It was not fun to watch. It was not fun to report on. It was not fun to talk about. So imagine how hard it was for the players. And you have to think there's a little bit more excitement coming into this season, right? It's only May. Like, we are still at the end of May. We haven't even reached the draft yet. And it feels like the Flames have taken this opportunity to change the organization for the next five, 10 years, and they're running with it. They committed to these guys last year for the next seven, eight years, whatever it is. And they want the front office to match and be cohesive with what they have. And I think that's a great way for things to work because you need things and everyone to be on the same page. I feel like since I've been hosting this podcast, I just always say everyone needs to be on the same page, in the same book, the same paragraph, the same sentence, the same line, the same word. Like everybody has to be just there. They all have to be there. Otherwise, you are going to have dysfunction on some level, whether it's just like a little something or we see what we saw last year again. And I don't think any of us really want to experience that again. And I certainly would not wish that upon any of these players, because I think if it happens again, uh, they're not rescinding those trade requests the next time around. And coming up next, we are going to talk about the hunger for a bounce back season with our, with our end of the trade with Mackenzie Wegart and Jonathan Huberdeau, because do not let one down season spoil the next seven years. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about bird dogs. Bird dogs are such a comfortable, comfortable item of clothing that I think, I think you need. I love that they are casual, but if you wanted to dress them up on top, you could. You can wear a polo with it. You can wear just a plain t-shirt, a graphic tee, whatever you want. They are good for every occasion. And my my favorite part is, is that there's no chafing. Okay, so, you know, sometimes you wear shorts and they get a little, a little, little chub rub going on and it just, it hurts. It's aggravating. And you can avoid that with bird dogs. So 
head on over to uh, birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and get yourself a pair of bird dogs and a free tumbler with every purchase. Bird dogs are comfortable. They withstand the laundry a few washes so far and they're looking great. So again, that is birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for your free tumbler with every purchase. And thank you so much, everyone for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. If you're watching on YouTube, you're probably noticing uh, this new graphics layout uh, production. How exciting is that? You love to see it. We are moving on to bigger and better things as the offseason <laughs> progresses. It's just like the flames over here. But I wanted to talk about why you can't, you can't just write off Huberto and Wegar after last season, the Flames as a whole underachieved. They were not put in a position to succeed. We knew that there was going to be, you know, some some adjust adjustment period because, well, you lost your two, top two players, and that's that's never easy to just kind of make up for and to hit the ground running, but. They never, they hit the ground. They just never got up. And that was a very difficult thing to go through during the season. You know, as as fans watching, it was brutal. Huberto was not himself. You had a goalie that couldn't stop a beach ball. And you had offense that just couldn't offense. I think... One of the biggest things going into next season is the motivation. You know, I am sure that all of these players left Calgary and went on their way when their season ended and already started talking and thinking about how they're going to elevate their game next season and how are they going to improve and be a better player, which then results in a better teammate, which results in a better hockey team. And I I cannot imagine what would have happened or what will happen if Columbus and the Panthers make the playoffs in the same year and the Flames miss. I don't want to be on Twitter that day. Um, I, I don't want to be anywhere near any Flames fans because I think that that would be just a disaster and I don't blame them because it is so upsetting to lose your top two players and watch them go elsewhere and not have them on your team doing what they're doing. I think we need to stop saying things like, well, Matthew Kachuk didn't want to sign here. He, you know, he clearly wanted out, you know, Calgary's not that bad. And just kind of blaming Kachuk because I I have a lot more respect for Kachuk than I, I I did. And that's because he went to Brad Tree Living. He did not string the organization along. He didn't kind of sit this one out and say, okay, like I'll I'll try it one more season here and see like if I feel like, I can make it work. He didn't. He didn't do that. He went to Tree Living and said, 
go ahead and trade me. Like, it's, it's only fair. And that takes a, I don't know, I feel like that takes a certain player and a certain kind of person, really, because you aren't, like, you aren't just looking out for yourself. You're looking out for the team and kind of protecting your own reputation, really, as well. And the return may, it, it sweetened the loss, okay? The Flames would be hip deep and crap had they lost Kachuk and Gaudreau and for nothing in back-to-back -back seasons. They would, they would be scrambling. You know that scene in Spongebob where everything's on fire and there's a million Spongebobs running around? And I think it's like in his brain. That would have been the Flames front office. And I don't think they would have made the decisions they've made so far had that been the case because Kachuk wouldn't have walked. And there's so many different variables to this. But there is no way, absolutely no way, this team is not hungry. Specifically, the ones that came from Florida. Do you think that they're having fun not being in the playoffs? I mean, they're probably used to it because, you know, they, they did miss the playoffs a lot. But to have the ability to make the playoffs and miss has to suck. They're hungry. They're, they have to be hungry. They have to be motivated. They are natural competitors, right? Like, if you are an athlete, you are driven by competition, by wanting to be the best, by wanting to be number one. You are part of a team. You want everyone to succeed. And I think especially after the down year that Huberto had, he's going to prove everyone that he didn't lose his talent. And there are so many real-life factors that go into these you know, decisions and circumstances that we could do a whole podcast about speculating and factors that go into why people don't perform the same way when they're under stress or have culture shock from moving from one country to another, literally one eight, doing a 180. But we know that Huberto is an excellent player. His quote-unquote excuses were valid reasons. He knows why he didn't have a good year. And he said he's going to work to get back to where he was. Mackenzie Weger is an excellent defenseman. We know this. You know, it wasn't that he had a bad year. I just, again, I feel like he just, he didn't have the opportunity to be himself and to reach his full potential. I mean, how how are you going to reach your full potential when your coach doesn't even like you? Not even just you, but your whole team. You're not going to be set up for success there. And I think that both of these guys truly have leadership qualities. They are both vocal. They are veterans. They are just outspoken players and I think Uyghur has been an excellent addition to Calgary and I wouldn't be shocked if he is elected the PA rep for next season because his feedback literally like kind of pushed this arena deal along and like you you gotta say some stuff to get there and I don't think it was just Backland who went toe-to-toe 
with Sutter last year. Are you kidding me? If there's anyone in that locker room that spoke up for the team, it would probably be Weger too, because he has nothing to lose. He's already signed to the eight-year extension, seven, eight-year extension. You aren't you, – what are you going to do, bench me? Okay, I'm still making money. And, again, Huberto just has all the qualities of a leader. He has proven that, and I just – it was a transition period, okay? It was a transition period. Things are going to be better because everything about the Flames will be better. The coaching, the management – Ownership is going to be a lot nicer, a lot better, or not nicer, but receptive, I would say. And to have that, well, making these steps to being a playoff team and to becoming a competitive team is good. Conroy has made it clear everyone will be on the same page. And everyone has to, like, align. And it doesn't mean agree on everything but they have to have the same like fundamental goals and values you know and coming up next we are going to wrap up the show with some Matthew Kachuk love because I think that that is the only way we can wrap up today's show and I'm sorry if, if you don't like him but there are plenty of us that do and before we say Hello, Matthew Kachuk. I want to remind you all to check out our friends at eBay Motors. Uh, eBay Motors has a fantastic system where you can find all the parts for your car in one place. Um, it's very simple to use. All you have to do, ebaymotors.com, and enter your vehicle. And if you search for parts and there's a green check mark, that means it's going to fit your car the first time around. Very easy to use. And they have the guaranteed fit. So if there's an issue, you return it, get your money back, and exchange it. So head on over to ebaymotors.com today to build your vision part by part. And thank you so much for sticking around this off-season with me, Jess Belmosto. If you're bitter about Matthew Kachuk being traded, I have some news for you. He doesn't care. He does not care. He did the right thing. He can rest his head at night knowing that he did what was best for the Flames organization. And that takes a lot of respect and a certain kind of person to do it. And it's nice to see him in the Stanley Cup final. It's it's exciting to see a non-traditional market in the playoffs, but also in the cup final. I think it's, you know, it's always nice to watch players who have, you know, been moved around a bit or left the team that drafted them for, you know, to see them in the postseason. I think they're easy to root for. And it, you know, if your team doesn't make the playoffs or if you're eliminated, you find your favorite player that was traded or whatever the case may be, you root for them And Matthew Kachuk is just absolutely tearing it up. He had one heck of a season uh, series against Boston. And he, 
he was kind of quiet in the series uh, in against Toronto, but he came alive against the Hurricanes. He he swallowed the Hurricanes, and watching him score that goal last night was magical. You know why? Because it does something for a player's confidence. And sometimes it is okay to be happy for other people. I think that a lot of people just have so so much hostility towards players that leave because, oh, well, like, you made my team worse by leaving. Would you rather be in a Johnny Gaudreau situation where you are not getting anything in return? Are you? Yes. Brad Tree Living did not sign him to that extension back in 2018 when he wanted to sign a long-term deal. And we're paying for it. But also, I don't know what the cards would hold had he signed that contract. Would the Flames have financially been able to make the move, some of the moves that they've made? It is a big question. Would he even still want to be in Calgary? That is the biggest question out of all of this. So you can try to big brain this as much as you want and make Matthew Kachuk the bad guy, but he's not. There isn't necessarily a bad guy in this situation. That It's, it's really that simple, I feel like, and I know people are not going to want to hear that. But at the end of the day, Matthew Kachuk did what was best for him, just like any of you would do. And he, I believe he is the first player, uh, Arizona-born player, rather, to make the Stanley Cup final. So that's incredible. That is very exciting for the state of Arizona and Arizona hockey because, you know, you see some kid and you can be like, hey, that kid's from Arizona. You could be that next kid. You know, the little things like that. And it's okay to celebrate Matthew Kitchell. <laughs> it really is. And I saw people getting so upset at, like, Flames fans being so upset. And it's just... To me, it's silly to be upset. He wanted to leave. It's not like management moved him out of spite. It's not like he, like, who was it, Dougie Hamilton that was like, I want to leave, I want out, or whatever. Like, he wasn't having fun, or what, what, again, that word, fun. But was he, it's not like that. He went to the front office, and requested a trade because he knew he wasn't going to re-sign this summer. How can you be mad at a guy for that? Like, he he didn't do anything wrong. And yeah, you know what? I, I was a little slighted at first, too. But you know what? As someone who lives somewhere where they don't necessarily enjoy what's here, I get it. I I would pack up and move to somewhere sunny year-round in a heartbeat if I could. And you have to think about it like that. You have to put yourself in this person's shoes. Just do it. Matthew Kuchuk is going to play in the Stanley Cup Final. And I think that's amazing. Wish nothing but the best for him. And 
Sergei Bobrovsky. That's really it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie there. But there are so many things to be excited for with the Flames because of the pieces that have been moved with Kachuk leaving. You hear a player speak out about how he wasn't enjoying himself in Calgary. What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to talk to these other players, find out if they're happy here, and you are going to do whatever it takes to improve their experience. I want to see Mackenzie Weger as a PA rep next season. And of course, if he wants to, I think that would be exciting. Uh, and it would mean big things for the club, but also, you know, the players union. And we'll talk more about the players association down the road. I'm sure because they're, they're under new leadership and it's just an interesting time. I think, uh, especially with Kyle, Kyle Dubas being investigated uh, for having representation from like a well-known agent to help him negotiate a contract. I, I, I don't see the problem when there there's like things like CTE that are a little bit bigger than a quote unquote con conflict of interest, but like not really a conflict of interest. Anyways, thank you so much for sticking around on today's episode of Locked on Flames. If you made it this far, make sure you're subscribed. Tell me your favorite memory of Matthew Kachuk as a flame, or if you're a Panthers fan checking in, Boston could have eliminated you, okay? They, they were just this close, this close to eliminating the Florida Panthers. And sometimes you need that humbling. And I think that that has been motivation for the Panthers. But anyways, check out Lockdown Panthers with Armando and uh, you'll have a lot of fun. And I will see you all tomorrow. Nick is off to Taylor Swift. So I'm taking over this, this show. <laughs> You're stuck with me. And I will see you very soon.